So welcome to the Class Clown Podcast. This is Sazid. Uh, this is Marino. What's up, man? Not much, you? Not much, bro. Not much. Been a minute. It's good yeah, to be it back. Has. It's been a whole week since we last talked, actually. Yeah, legit. Like it's last crazy. time we spoke was yeah. here. What I hope is we don't just end up speaking only for the podcast, but we actually end up hanging out and shit, you know? Yeah, it would be cool. <laughs> like, you know, we've only ever met digitally. It'd be cool, actually. Yeah. Meet you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yo, it's that digital love, you know? Exactly. Um, exactly. digital friendships yo it's crazy because originally we wanted to do it like face to face the podcast but you know crazy times well yeah obviously that's we're in uh, a panoramic at the moment but today's an exciting episode we have our first guest first time friend of the podcast yeah big guy things my man marlon marlon what's up what's up guys how's it going good man so marlon tell tell us a bit about yourself what's up man what do you do okay so uh All right. Well, uh, a quick, quick recap of myself. Uh, I'm a chef. I've been cooking for over 10 years. I used to work in the restaurant industry, but now I work for, as a corporate chef for a uh, meat production factory. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so you're yeah, moving yeah. up that ladder. Yeah, bro. I switched to the corporate life, man. What, you get your own office now? Oh, bro, I wish. I'm sharing a cubicle. At first, actually, I downgraded after four months, you know. I passed my probation and then I downgraded. Like, how does that happen? No one understands. But uh, I was sharing a cubicle with two people and now I share a cubicle with three people. And a plant. Can't and a plant. plant. At least you have a plant. But yo, Marlon, be more specific. I like. So what do you mean? You corporate? Are you like... Because you tell me corporate meat and then I just think butcher mass producing meat. Like, <laughs> no, I'm, talking about, I'm, I'm thinking corporate dick. <laughs> <laughs> bro what's wrong with a little dick in, at the end of the day bro that's true oh, that's true like like there's nothing wrong with a little dick okay <laughs> no of course not okay. <laughs> so i'm um, just trying to make you feel uncomfortable <laughs> yeah that's all good it worked um, so yeah give it like a day-to-day -day. like what is it exactly that you do now as a corporate chef okay so essentially as a corporate chef what i do is uh you know i don't really work that hard but you're really selling it, the job nice that's goals though that's goals I'm yeah. you know what it is bro this this is what it is i've paid my dues for the last 10 years and now i deserve a job where i get to sit down a little bit you know where i'm not standing on my feet for 10 to 17 sometimes 18 hours a day yeah man and uh 18 hours a day dude the longest shift i've ever done of work in my life was five o'clock in the morning till eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, man, that's the restaurant life. I've never done a shift like that, but like, yeah, yeah man, that's fuck that. 
Yeah, bro. But whatever, it is what it is. You do it for the love of the job, not for the for not for the money, right? Yeah, so as a as a corporate chef, essentially, uh, we get demands from from companies. Uh, I don't know, like uh, let's say Matza, for example, right? Yeah. Which is a restaurant. They'll be like, well, we want to save money on chicken. So instead of cutting fresh chicken and um, and you know slicing it and preparing it and whatever the case is. They'll be like, they'll come to the company which I work for and be like, okay, well, we want a plain chicken recipe. This is what it is. So then we have like the person that works in sales will be like, okay, so what is, uh, what is like a profile that you're looking for? Are you looking for something spicy? Are you looking for something mild? Are you looking for something Mediterranean? So on and so forth. And then after what I do is I do my own research and I come up with a recipe and we send it to our spice suppliers. Spice supplier sends it back to us. We marinate the chicken, whatever the king, whatever marin, whatever their request was at the end of the day. Yeah, and then you know we process it through, like we pass it through our uh, you know our grill lines and our and our cutters and everything, and then we come with a, we come up with a spec, essentially, and then we take that sample and we send it to the client, and then they evaluate it going back and forth. That's okay. where my job ends essentially. But then okay. also I do research and development, which is. Uh, we take previous recipes, we work on them, we make them better, we help yields. So in a, in a manufacturing company, yield is extremely important, right? Because uh, you're selling in volume. So you don't make like, uh, you don't make crazy buck at the end of the day. It's not like in a restaurant where, for example, every time you buy something, you're basically paying three times the cost of it, right? right. But when you're working in a manufacturer, because uh, you're making such large quantities, you're your per, I would say maybe your profit margin instead of being third, literally like a thirty-three percent, you're looking at like fifteen percent ish. Damn. So you want to work on your yields to make your profit a little better. Okay, right. Okay. That's generally what it is. That That's actually cool. a really good breakdown of what your job is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I try to keep it as simple as possible. Yeah, yeah but no. that's and really uh, cool. you know that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> so like, find, what I like about that, I feel like you can really get like. I feel like as part of being a chef um, is getting to like um, take advantage of your creativity. Uh, and I feel like with a job like that, you really get to be creative uh, as much as you can, which uh, I don't know. You, you get creative cool. to a certain extent, I would say. Yeah, for sure. At the end of the day, you're still making your client happy. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'd still at least that creativity is there. Like when I worked yeah. in the restaurant, um, I mean, it was a fast food pizza place. I was 17 years old. It was my first job. But like, there was no creativity. Like, if it, it, this was the menu, you follow it. Like, I didn't have a say in the menu. Not, I wasn't a chef, per se. But like, mm-hmm. even the people there who were actual chefs, like... What is it? Subway's calls their uh, their employees sandwich artists. Well, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> you know? But like, mm-hmm. see, as a if I was like a full-time committed Subway employee, I'd want to say, I'd be like, hey, you know what? Let's make like this type of sub. Yeah, but you who know. are you going to bring that up to after? Because like know. at McDonald's, I used to make the craziest burgers. Well, crazy. Yeah, but at the end of the day, there's a standard you have to follow, right? Because yeah. you're working yeah. for a big franchise. But if you're working for something smaller, like for example, at the hotel, right? When I was the executive chef, yeah, uh, I can do whatever I want. Like the, at the end of the day, uh, as long as my, my costing is, is proper and we're being profitable, it didn't matter what I sold. I could have True. sold a uh, tongue or fucking kidneys or something and yeah. they went to set that they weren't even a bad an eye but because i was selling i was making the profit margin i was covering all my bases everything was good 
So I would say that like my old job as, as the executive chef for a hotel that I was probably more creative, but okay. over here, the op- like the opportunity to grow within a company and to earn more is, is much higher. Right at the hotel, I was the executive chef and I was kind of capped at that. The only way I could go further is if I became like a food and beverage manager where I'm not like, I don't have the credentials for that. Not that I don't have the credentials. I don't have the training for it, you know, right? Okay. because it's like the service aspect, which I was learning, but still, uh, you know, I don't have it. Okay. Still but, pretty cool though. Yeah, 100%. I like it, man. Honestly, I at first when I got the job, I was a little scared that I wasn't going to like it. Not that I wasn't gonna like it. I wasn't gonna. I, yeah, I, I guess that I wasn't gonna like it. You know. Or were you not gonna like, be challenged? That too, you know, because it's, it's like I thought it was gonna be very routine, and it is a little routine. But you know, the company is interesting as a whole, and they have really good work environment. Like for example, um, on holidays and stuff, everyone brings desserts and cake, oh, that's sick. all kinds of stuff. And, you know, we just leave it there and everyone nips and nitpicks at it and does whatever oh, yeah. they have to do, right? It's really cool. Or uh, every Friday, for example, it's casual Friday. So everyone shows up in hoodies. Oh, and we all go. leave an hour early. Yo, but do you have to wear like a whole like uh, formal? You have to dress up formal for the job? Usually, like most people in the office, they, they just like semi-formal, right? Yeah. Uh, me per se, like I don't because what happens is I don't just work in the office a lot. I also work in the test kitchen because uh, yeah. like I have to go down and, you know, get my hands a little dirty. Uh, I can't be like before where I just straight up did not, like just worked in the kitchen all the time. Yeah. yeah. So I usually dress, we'll say like in jeans, a decent shirt and, and a hoodie. Okay, that's true. Like not like semi-formal, but like, you know, just proper. Yeah, you know, like I like yeah, it's like day to day. Yeah, exactly. Not in sweats, basically. Like you're like going to your girlfriend's par- parents' house type of shit. Yeah, literally, like polos, nice t-shirts, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Okay, no that's true. Yeah, no, they don't really say anything about it. But like I said, it's because I'm in the desk kitchen a lot, and whatever the case is, so you tend to get a little dirty. But we yeah. have lab coats and all kinds of stuff over there. That's okay. sick. That sounds like the dream, man. I want to work in a test kitchen. You know what I miss? The biggest thing that I miss, I keep saying it to people at work, working in a school, we always had a lot of potlucks. Potlucks are not a thing anymore because of this bullshit going on. I want what? I want a nice, good potluck. I don't like potlucks. What? Why? What? No. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. One, not everyone knows how to cook. All right. And okay. two, I don't trust everyone's kitchen and how hygienic they are. So like hey, me being a... You know, <laughs> Marino's already angry. Here yeah. he fucking is. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Hygiene, here he is. But you, so you go eat it. Okay, I guess. No, I because, mean, yo, okay, so when I used to work for this one company, right? Mm-hmm. And then, yes. legit, this is where my fear of potlucks came. So we all brought our food, whatever. My mom made food and I brought it. This one lady said, Oh, I spent all night uh, preparing this, blah, blah. I was like, Oh, yo, thanks. Whatever. So I take a big ass scoop of whatever she made. I forgot what it was. Yeah. As and I stuck my fork in. As I was about to eat it, I see a piece of hair. I'm like, oh come on, bro. Yeah, but bro, that happens. Doesn't mean she's dirty. I know, but I don't want other people's like. Would you be at if you're in a restaurant? Would you like a piece? Yeah, of but hair bro, this food? is not this. I know, but this isn't a restaurant setting either, bro. But it's, it's not the like same one. It's not like you're paying for it. And two, it's 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 not a, a professional environment, right? Like, let's say at home. If you, if you saw your mom's hair in the plate, you're going to tell me, oh, no, I'm not going to eat this. My, my mom's hair fell in it? No. I don't think I would, but it's also my mom. It's not someone that I don't know. Like that. Bro, I'm a I get savage. It. No, I, I get took it. the hair out, 
flicked it on the floor and I would have scoffed that thing down, bro. I don't or give maybe you would have ate the hair with it. Why not? You know, it might yeah, add some extra flavor. Hey, bro, a little floss, bro. That's it. <laughs> yeah. No, but legit though. So I don't, don't like potlucks. Like, I don't like potlucks. Okay, so but even if the people's cooking is not that good, like just at worst you don't eat it. I just I like the idea. Yeah, but then me being nice, I'm gonna eat the whole thing and I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, it was crazy. And then she's gonna be like, oh, then take some more, and I'll be like, fuck. Told you, bro. There's ways around that. The, just you know the. <laughs> you really triggered me now, man. I love potlucks. I, I, I can see that, bro. I, I was not expecting that reaction. I hate. I know. I, I know. Me and agree. Marino agree on a lot of things, but I guess potluck is not one of them. You know. Yeah, I guess. I just. I also like the idea, and I feel like it's this, okay. You, you, guys, you, you need like, a new host. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boot me out. Okay, I see how it is. Yeah. I feel like this is something. We're, we're trying to raise the uh, the average height here, bro. Exactly. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, oh shit! <laughs> Okay. I went there. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Oh, so I didn't know I entered a group chat with the roasting session on like yeah, that. Okay. Yo, so this is like every hey, bro, you started it, bro. Yo, you're, you're every a single like fucking group chat that I'm in on any social media, I'm the one getting roasted all the time. I have one with Marlon and some other friends. I have another one with my trainer friend and like some other friends. And I have another one. And I have a few others. And I'm always the one ended up getting roasted. And now you're publicly getting roasted on your podcast, bro. This is fucked up. Well, you know what, bro? At first, if you told me this last week, I would have had sympathy. But now that you told me you don't like podcasts, I don't blame them. Not podcasts. (laughs) Now that you potlucks, now that uh, you told me you don't like potlucks, I don't blame them, bro. Sorry. You don't blame them? No. (laughs) You fucking piece of shit. (laughs) In all seriousness, this is one thing I feel like you guys will both agree with me on. The reason why. I don't know. Will I? Probably not. luck lover at this at this <laughs> at this rate but no legit one thing i really liked about potlucks is just that whole togetherness just being together as a oh, big yeah. group and eating together i love love i eating in a group with other people even at something home, about sure. that i don't know even at home i don't like having dinner alone i always have it with people yeah i feel you man even even myself at my apartment right i have two roommates and the three of us, we actually sit at the table and eat. Like, I'll cook something or they'll cook something and we wait till... Yo, your, your roommates don't cook, yeah. bro. I saw last time, I saw what they cooked. Or did <laughs> they get better? Uh, One of them, I would say he's still, like, floating in the same realm. One of them actually got a lot better. I Is it say. the older one or the younger one? The younger one got a lot better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you know what the thing is? Is that we, we, we made this agreement where I'll cook, but you have to keep, you have to keep me company in the kitchen. That's not so, bad. So what happens is, is that we, you know, we, we turn on the Spotify, we start listening to music, we talk shit, and I'm just cooking, you know, and I don't mind. So what happens is, is that he actually developed, like, a genuine interest in cooking, like, eating good food. Mm-hmm. So now he actually tries. He actively tries and looks for recipes and be like, yo, Marlon, do you mind if we try this? I'm like, yeah, man, whatever. On Sunday, you know, Sundays are our cooking day usually. Oh, okay. So, like, in the afternoon around, like, 6 o'clock or whatever... We just were in the kitchen till like 10 o'clock at night, just cooking. That's sick. That's a beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like because of that, yeah. <laughs> bro, I'll tell you after what I made. Yeah, Yo, I see the sushi that you're, you're posting on your Instagram. That's wild. Oh, uh, bro. Uh, I, I made some other food yesterday. Oof. You didn't post it though. No, no, no. You got to keep some things on the DL, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, now, you, now, you, now you sparked my interest. You got to tell me what you made. Yeah. Oh, okay. And not so, later, like right now. Yeah, yeah, like now. I won't be able to wait. <laughs> so uh, what happened was, is like with my roommates and I had a friend over uh, last night. Okay. So we're chilling, whatever. We're having a couple of drinks. And I told myself, 
I've had to eat a lasagna. It's been a long, long time. I had lasagna on Friday. Bro, it definitely wasn't as good as mine. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. But yeah, go on. Bro, I have Italians in general that come and tell me, bro, you make better lasagna than my, than my grandparents. What? I'm telling you, bro, my lasagna... I make like let's say let's say I make like two trays about uh, eighteen inches long by by sixty eight inches wide, right? So like a hotel pan, we'll say like that's what they are yeah. in restaurants. And uh, two trays of those lasagnas, bro, usually cost me about two hundred dollars. How much? Two hundred dollars. Jesus Christ, bro! I put a lot of cheese, like seven eight different kinds of cheeses, right? And then I put four different kinds of meat. Well, technically three. But bacon is like in a realm of its own, you know. So yeah. So you really put fo- bacon in your lasagna? Yeah. So what I do is I I take the bacon, I cut it super fine because right. baking at the end of the day is pork belly, so lots of fat and it's smoked, right? Yeah. So yeah. it gives like a different flavor altogether. Mm-hmm. So when I'm like cooking my onions and my garlic and whatever the case is, right? I want I don't want to spill all the beans here, but uh, I put bacon <laughs> right in the beginning, so you have like that nice pork lard going into it, Jeez. cooking oh, I into love the lard. onions. But yeah, man, so I made a mouth-watering lasagna where Sick. it was cooked to perfection in color. You make your own, uh, like, pasta noodles or what? Those I don't do. I don't bother, man, because I don't have a machine. You know what I mean? Like, when you have, like, that machine that, that rolls, yeah. that makes it easy. Can you do it with easy. the pin roll? You can, man, but it's it's honestly a pain. Like, to make like to, to make homemade pasta, you got to mix the dough, then you got to let it rest, and then you got to work it, like, three, four times. It's... That's it. That's the working it. That's My grandmother makes, uh, being half yeah. Italian, my grandmother makes homemade pasta often. And, yeah, she has that thing where you roll the dough through, and it yeah. works it for you, basically. it's like If I had that, yeah, for sure, I'd make homemade lasagna, uh, yeah. lasagna sheets, but uh, I don't. So, yeah, I just buy fresh pasta sheets, to be honest, which is almost the same thing. Yeah. Okay. And then on top of it, I made some monster pizzas with homemade dough and homemade sauce. Sick. Oof. Yeah. Jesus Christ, I'm starving. Yo, we I remember the podcast instead of the class clowns, we call it the fat fucks. <laughs> I'm starving now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm kind of hungry too. What Yo. is it? Yo, I think I remember That's the first why I made time. sure to eat just pork oven. Smart man. <laughs> the first time I met Marlon, uh, not met, but the first time I went to his old house back in uh, near my neighborhood, yeah. Um, I remember Marlon's like, "Yo, you down to come over?" It was me and one of our other friends. It was just the two of us, and then uh, we were hungry and shit. But you're like, "No, no, no! I have food at my house. We'll eat there." And then this guy just starts prepping up this whole like uh, uh, pasta dish, and I'm like, "Damn!" And that was the first time I went to Marlon. And yeah. ever since then, I've been low key fiending to go to Marlon's house every time to go eat. Yeah. You weren't expecting it to be like the, you know. No, when you're I with... thought this guy was gonna just pull out some snacks and shit. I was gonna be like, yeah. "Fuck!" I or want like when you're. It, 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 it was a uh, love at first bite, you know. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. like when you're in the car with your mom as a kid, and you say, "Can we go to McDonald's?" And she's like, "No, we have food at home." But the food at home is like a an ice cube with frosted <laughs> flakes and like a, a cigarette. <laughs> 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 Oh, that sounds delicious, actually, right now. Yeah, I, w- I would, I would definitely <laughs> eat that. But um, actually, you mentioned the first time you were saying the first time I went to Marlins. I was actually meaning to ask you guys because I don't know if I ever like got the full story. How do you guys know each other? Did you guys go to school together or no? We went to we the same school, play. different years. So okay. we've never spoken. In so school, much. yeah. Okay, and how did it? So how did it start? We all have this one common uniter. 
okay. right? And pretty much he came to our school. Well, Marlon had already graduated by the time uh, this, uh, what I'm about to say is going down. So yeah. this one guy went to our school and then he came in the last year, like so senior year. And then yeah. after that, me and him, we came really close. Then senior year ended, he got a job at the Bay. And at the Bay, he met this one guy that he used to work with. They became super tight. And the guy that he used to work with apparently went to this source also. Okay. And then from there, uh, we met Marlon. Oh, I think wow. West Park, the place where I told you we play ball with mm -hmm. like uh, sandals on, smoke cigarettes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all that. That's where we met. Tank top. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the West Park lifestyle, you know? Right, right. For sure. There's mosquitoes everywhere biting you. But sick, like, sick, you know, sick. You, that's why the cigarettes are there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh, wow. That's sick. And then I met Marlon through Suzy. Through you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember. Or Jimmy. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, I guess. Or that. Jimmy. <laughs> if, yeah, if I didn't know Sazid, it's crazy. Marlon, it's almost like it's fate. Like, if I didn't meet you through Sazid, I probably would have somehow met you through Jimmy. It's like, 100%. Jimbo. It's meant to be, bro. Yeah, Jimbo still owes me a, a game of backgammon, so maybe. There you go. There yeah, you he used to talk shit with me at work saying that, uh, you know, uh, he destroyed me at backgammon. I keep telling him, oh, I'll, I'll murder you. <laughs> We all talk shit to each other. Of Never course. ever played each other yet. Yeah, well, well that's, that's like me and so many friends. Yeah, that's also the the kitchen mentality, right? I me too. I remember when uh, I worked in the kitchen, all we would do all day is talk shit. Yo, this is McDonald's my first job days. as a teacher. Like literally blasphemy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like legit. This is the job I have now as a as a teacher. This is like I guess my career. Well, it is my career. It's the mm -hmm. first job where I don't go to work. I have a couple teacher friends who are younger that are kind of like us that you can talk shit with, but like. Mm -hmm. Bro, the people in my office who have been teaching for 30 years, I don't walk in and be like, hey, uh, like, I don't know. I don't walk in and, hey, hey, how about that one? <laughs> like, they don't find that funny. <laughs> That's yeah, but I you ever tried to match their sense of humor, maybe? Or, like, just talk some shit? Yeah, of course, I do. But, like, it's not the same. Like, it's... He, it's you guess. have to do it in a, in a respectful way, I guess, right? Like, exactly. As a, like, I, still, like, I think it's also, it's, still your it's also your upbringing, right? Yeah. Exactly. It's like a respect your elders type thing. Like, I don't talk exactly. to you guys the way I'd speak with my parents, you know? Yeah, like, no, for sure. 100%, bro. Yeah. If I spoke like this to my parents, at my grown-ass age of 29 years old, I get a beating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Same. My, my dad would be like, Me too. Son, wait here. I go get belt now. You've been a very bad boy. And Yo, you when I, when I impersonate my mom. And you wouldn't ask questions. 100%, bro. I wouldn't dare to move. <laughs> when I impersonate my mom and I do, like, a brown accent, she's like, I don't have brown accent. Why are you talking about me like that? <laughs> Obviously, I'm exaggerating. How about that one, mom? <laughs> Obviously, and, 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 and you have to do and you have to do the 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 bobblehead look. Yo, you know, that's the thing. Exactly. How about so, that one? <laughs> so that's the thing. Whenever <laughs> I go home and like, if I have to say an English word yeah. to my parents, it'll I'll always say it with a brown accent. I don't know why. It's like, uh, oh, what day is it today? Saturday. You know, it won't be, oh, it's Saturday. It'll be, oh, no, it's Saturday. And my mom's like, oh, okay, okay. Good, good. You know DK, what's funny? I, DK, I don't understand now. I used to work with a bunch of old Italian guys when I worked at that pizza place. And there was two Bengali guys that worked with us. <laughs> yeah. One of them was, like, born here. So he was, like, you know, like, he spoke English. He didn't have an accent. But yeah. the other guy who worked with us was his brother-in-law. This guy was straight, straight out of Bangladesh. Um... <laughs> And bro, when these old Italian people would talk to him, they like spoke to him like he was like Every illiterate. 
<laughs> like he would walk in, they would be like, "Hey, you make dough today? Do you put fridge dough inside?" Yeah, that, and those guys are like, fucking guys. pricks, I'm bro. Like, I'm like, guys, you can talk to him normally. Like, he understands you. He just has an accent when he speaks. Like, no, but if we don't talk to him like that, he doesn't understand. I'm like, guys, he's, he's not uh, he's not stupid. He just has an accent. It's, English is not his first language. It's not his fault. I found that, always found that hilarious. You put pizza oven 10 minutes? Finish almost? <laughs> with the hands, right? 10 minutes? Yeah, with the hands too. Poor guy, man. Oh, man. I know, but honestly, it's also like a, like a, a reflex, right? When yeah, yeah. You can't like even myself, man. Uh, like with you guys, I'll talk normally, right? And then if I'm if I'm in a kitchen with French people, then I'll be talking in French. And if I'm working with French Canadians, I adopt a French Canadian accent. And then if I'm with immigrants, I'll speak a little bit broken English. You can't help it. At the end of the day, it is what it is. Yeah, it's true. But there's like, like yeah, yeah, like working it. in restaurants. Before I got to restaurants, my English was ravishing. Really? Working in restaurants for ten years. I actually feel like Mike, you dropped a couple, a couple of points. Wait, <laughs> I, I legit feel it, bro. Yeah, I feel because... like during the pandemic, my English dropped. No, no, no. Because like at least like during the pandemic, I was at home. You know, my my roommates are they can be stupid, but you know they're not. You know, they're actually generally smart people. You know, so yeah. But working in restaurants, like you come across like legit degenerates. Yeah, like actually, literal true. degenerates. That don't give a flying fuck about life, bro. Yeah. And they say what they Yo, want. Yo, what? Working in the restaurant is like the last stop to like living a good life type of thing? It's like uh, when you officially did not make it kind of thing? <laughs> you know what? Because here's the thing. Years ago, bro, the, the restaurant business was a, was a super lucrative business, right? Yeah. Uh, in the last 10 years, we, like after they installed like the, uh, those black boxes, like the government was like, yo fuck you you're not making any more cash uh, cash bills okay. after they did that now the restaurant business actually took a massive hit there was a massive foreclosure of restaurants like five six years ago like okay. restaurants that are open for like 40 50 years were closing down because of the, oh, the black box yeah but that's also because you know they got slapped with taxes and they went back like 10 years exactly. you know because restaurants that would claim for the last like 25 years that they're making like i don't know like 100 g's 120 g's were actually making like uh six seven eight hundred thousand dollars a year oh Cash sure. and then they're like where did this come from how did you go from a uh, hundred twenty thousand to like five hundred thousand within a year that is a serious serious marketing plan that's happening right now huh? <laughs> so you know true, though. it's funny you say that my, my grandparents used to own a restaurant and mm -hmm. uh, my uncle who managed it told me the same thing he'd be like yo like so much cash used to pass and it's not as if i like it's it's crazy if you think about it i never thought of it that way but it's true now even now you go to restaurants and like it's rare places who make cash bills they're like there's still restaurants that do you it can't you can't so do it anymore bro because legally cash you bills. Yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah but uh, it's true i didn't think about that but so marlon you say that working in a restaurant you feel like you lost some iq points but i'm sure you still got some valuable life experience out of it i got zero life experience man. from working in a restaurant <laughs> yeah but you weren't you weren't dedicated to it that's why oh yeah, yeah for sure yo when your you know first I mean? job is mcdonald's <laughs> and you spent most of the job in the toilet just playing video games on your phone you don't learn much it sounds like most of your jobs actually <laughs> yeah yeah it kind of is kind of is if i'm being honest but you know it is what it is uh, 
you know how like some people say like yo from this job i learned that that job like me i could very like confidently say i've learned absolutely nothing from every single job i've done in my life <laughs> i'm sure that's not true you for sure got some lesson out of each job uh. <laughs> that pause though you can't even think of anything <laughs> that well, pause like, though like okay so i've worked a single shift for, at this one indian restaurant remember uh, tandoori grill on sources <laughs> yes that so one of my like friends sick spot. <laughs> the food is actually sick yeah it's not the best Indian food I ate, but they have some sick dishes, you know? Okay. So I remember working there for one shift of like three hours, no, five hours, and then they just never called me back for another shift. <laughs> Fuck this guy. I, I wonder why, bro. I'll yeah. tell you why. It was my first time working as a waiter. and I was a waiter, busboy, and dishwasher all at once. Because sure. fucking Indian you. restaurant. Yeah, yeah. You know? Guarantee, bro. Extortionists. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're yeah. doing everything. <laughs> and they, they had me pick up like heavy crates of like plates and glasses and all this bullshit, you know? And also, they didn't tell me that the kitchen floors were made out of ice because I was slipping all over the place. You know? <laughs> what? Made out of ice? <laughs> bro, there was grease all over the floor. Yeah, but that's right? what it is. Kitchen floors are, are slippery. I know, but like I worked at McDonald's and I didn't have, to, like, it wasn't as bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so they just oh, said, bro, no, that, you have to... Huh? <laughs> Sorry, finish your story because you your, have to your, come your in uh, dress shoes. floors is funny. You have to come in dress shoes. And I'm like, yeah, but like the kitchen floor is going to be like greasy. And I was like, no, 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 it's not that bad. We clean it. I'm like, oh, okay. We clean that one. Don't worry. <laughs> 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 they so clean big. it with grease is what they do. <laughs> Fucking well, prick. spit on the floor and <laughs> mashed it with their foot. <laughs> you put that leg uh, you like that one? <laughs> <laughs> All right, but so yeah. how did so that shift? You were a buzzboy. So anyway, so waiter. I, I remember I was I almost tripped and fell and broke all the glasses, but I did not. Okay. I almost tripped and fell and bro- bro- broke all the plates, but I did not. And then at some point, you know, I, I I closed out the the night, you know, and I got like I remember I made actually decent money for like five hours. I came back home with like ninety bucks of tip and shit. You know, I was like, oh of shit, tip, yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, and then plus like five hours of pay, right? Yeah. So then the boss, like the owner of the restaurant is there sitting at a table, everything. So then one of the senior waiters, right, slash manager, he's telling me, okay, so go fix the tables. And there's like, so there's like these glass, like the table has a glass top. So I'm fixing the tables, whatever. (laughs) And then I move one table to the other one. Nothing happens. I just move it. And then the glass just shatters by itself in front of the <laughs> owner. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, man. Owner looks at me, looks at the table, looks at me, looks back at the table. He's like, no, no, it's fine. It's okay. You know, it happens. I'm like, I'm really sorry, sir. If you, ha- if you want, you can cut it off my pay, whatever. Blah, blah. He's like, oh, he's don't like, worry. No. I will. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he's like, no, no, it's fine. It, it happens. Is it your first waiter job? I'm like, yeah. You know, and I'm like sweating and shit. And then he's like, yeah, good, because it'll be your last. <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, okay, well, you can you can call it a night and uh, you can, uh, we'll call you back on the next shift. You know, I'm like, all right, perfect. Never get a call back. <laughs> well, I got a call back a month later saying that you should come pick up your pay, but that's about it. Okay, dude. <laughs> I, that's, that's unfair, though. Like, it was your first time. Yo, but the thing is, I, the glass Bro, did not touch anything. For you, man. 
Yeah, they they there's no their heart. They're ruthless, sometimes. bro. Ruthless. Yeah, yeah. They don't. That's a, yeah, that's, a word, they... that's a better word. Ruthless. Yeah. But the glass did shit. not touch anything. How did it, it just shatter matter, to this day? I don't understand. Yeah, no, no, dude, no. it doesn't I... matter. Sound waves, bro. Sound waves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe you were sabotaged. Yo, I swear, man. That that waiter was Bengali too. That was the worst. He's like part. this guy making ninety dollars, and me I make eighty five. Yeah. Fuck him, bro. <laughs> Go to hell. You'll yeah, never exactly. work here in my city again. Oh, man. <laughs> Fuck that guy. It's so funny. But it's true, though. In restaurants, though, it can be ruthless. I remember my first shift. Um, it just happened. I was a dishwasher. My first shift ever in a restaurant. And it just so happened to be like their busiest. It was a Sunday. And it just so happened to be their busiest Sunday uh, of the month. And my, I remember even the owner coming up to me. He's like, man, it's never been. Uh, it's never been this busy before on a Sunday. I was like, great, my first shift. And I remember the the waitresses giving me so much shit, saying like, we need utensils. You need to wash them now. I was like, yo, relax, man. I Like, I barely know how the dishwashing machine works. Like, I've started really? half an hour ago. But like you said, Marlon, they're ruthless. They don't give a shit. It's too bad. Let's get bro. with it now or bounce. Yeah, but really why are they so ruthless in a restaurant? Like, to new people. That's my thing. It's it's probably because they did, depending on it depends on the scenarios, right? So either uh, the person has experience, so you expect a certain etiquette from them. Also, the job is extremely high pressure, man. Imagine this: yeah. uh, you're getting yelled at by chefs, you're getting yelled at by unhappy customers, bro, and you're trying to find a way. Especially, oh, I'm talking about the waiter's point of view right now, right? So, on a waiter's point of view, it's. Uh, you get yelled at the chefs, like I said. You have unhappy clients as much as you have good clients. So when you have unhappy clients, you know that your tip is not going to make the cut, right? <laughs> so you are making your you're doing your damn best to correct it, right? So because you, you, dude, like at the end of the day, they're 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 what their hourly wages are what like ten dollars was before, even, like ten bucks like an hour. Eight? It depends. Like obviously, it's it's been going up. Like now, I think it's at like ten thirty five or ten fifty, and then so. Realistically speaking, at ten dollars and thirty five cents, bro, what are you gonna buy? Nothing. No, yeah. you, can, you, can, you can barely buy two bags of chips at that at that price, bro. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's really they they're completely reliant on their tip. So, and on on top of that, you're paying like uh, I think like four percent of your sales back in taxes, I believe. So if you make like let's say you sell for a thousand dollars, you have to give back uh, what forty bucks, I guess. Something okay, like that, you're yeah. paying forty bucks. Yeah, so that's what it is. So for them, you know, they're always a little bit under pressure, right? And then, you know, some you're you're most likely managing more than one table, I would say, right? So it's not like yeah. you're managing uh, one table. One table, you're chilling. But most of the time, you're, you're managing like 10 tables. And if each table has like four people, that means you have 40 people you're managing. Okay, interesting. So there is yeah. a, a point of pressure, you know? And then in, on the other side, you have cooks that are getting fucking yelled at by their chef because, you know, chefs just like to yell. I'm definitely one of them. I <laughs> used to, not anymore. I don't give a shit anymore. But yeah, so like you're constantly being yelled at by your chef and there's constant pressure because like you have a flow of tables you have to get out and sometimes, you know, waiters make mistakes or whatever the case is. So you gotta like, you gotta pump out a table while you're pumping out three other tables. Yeah. So it's just like, it's extremely stressful at the end of the day. Yeah. It's that's true, why like, so you can't yeah, have like that lack of incompetency that's what it is yeah 
for sure i noticed that too like when i was at the restaurant i always would tell myself like i remember i was young i was 17 and at first i would like i took it personal and then i realized quickly i was like no like this is the reality like they're not actually mad they don't dislike you they're not like trying to be mean not at all it's just a stressful situation and honestly that's how shit gets done in the kitchen if Mm people if everyone was trying so hard to be nice to each other and uh oh yeah sorry just you know when you get a chance if you could no like it has to be now and it has to be right and if if Mm -hmm. no one puts their foot down and kicks a bit of ass in the kitchen nothing's gonna get done and the business you can't run a business like that and the faster you realize that the longer that's the only way you'll be able to survive in a kitchen the way i see it yeah i don't think i can manage a kitchen then i'd be like excuse me uh if you don't mind the dishes over there please oh you don't mind it okay i do it i do it Personally, I, I always say please and thank you. Like, I always say, like, yo, get this done, please. Yeah, you're like, please. But, yeah, Fuck, yeah, yeah. thanks, man. Yeah, Shit. yeah. Fucking hurry up, bro. But thanks. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Malaka. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yo, I remember I told Marino or something to tell Marlon, you sound like you're from Italy or some shit. <laughs> remember the first time we met him? I'm like, yo, bro, whatever you do when you see Marlon, tell him you sound I- I- Italian. Oh, yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah, bro, you sound Italian. You have, like, an Italian accent. <laughs> the smile on his face. Oh, my Relax, God. Relax, bro, the smile on his face, bro. I told him, But I told you the story, right, about this, this yeah, old Italian dude that came up to me. And I swear to you, bro, I have witnesses. <laughs> One of the witnesses, she's, she she runs an OnlyFans account now, but, you know, oh. she's still a witness. <laughs> she does now, does she? Completely irrelevant, but still funny nonetheless. I'll be her OnlyFans. <laughs> You, thing. you, you, and like a thousand, a thousand other, other people, maybe. Yeah. Fuck. Never mind. Forget it. Zid <laughs> wants to be the the only one. I will, only yeah. one. He pays that four ninety nine. You know. Exactly. But what happened with this old Italian guy again? I don't remember. So I was working the brunch right at uh, this restaurant, and when we did brunch, we had uh, stations in the front, right? So you have like an almond station, a roast beef station, a pasta station, and a uh, cr- uh, flour base station. Okay. So I was working in the omelets, right? And I'm just like pumping through people and I'm talking, I'm talking. But the thing is like, you you definitely, you understand this when you're, I think you even spoke about this in one of your podcasts, correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, your your circle influences the way you act and you speak, right? Of course, yeah. 100%. So yeah. at the time I was working in St. Leo, I was working in an Italian restaurant. Everyone that was yeah, there ready. is from St. Leo and I was spending yeah, like ready. 60, <laughs> baya bro, baya. <laughs> you know, and uh, and the girls like bro you out hard, you know. <laughs> Yo, Marino, explain your lives. What? Your lives. After this, your lives. Yeah, okay. Okay. Let Marlon with the two Saint Leo girls. I'll explain the story cool. after. Yeah, Marlon, finish that story I'm and I'll explain what Sazid cool. is referring to. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, so what happened was like I I, I speak like that, but yeah, bro, like what do you mean, man? So I, I'd be talking, I'd be serving people, and. Uh, and uh, I'll be serving, and like this old Italian dude, he comes up to me. He's like, uh, he starts talking to me in Italian. <laughs> I look at him, like I understand a little bit, but looking at him, like, uh, hell, bro, <laughs> I don't speak, I don't speak Italian. He's like, but what do you mean? I thought you're Italian. And I'm like, whoa. I'm like, I look at my hand, I'm looking back what? and forth. I'm like, uh, I'm like uh, Fifty Shades too dark here, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, what Fifty I mean? Shades of Brown, you know? Yeah, actually, bro. And then. Uh, <laughs> And then he's like, no, no, there's some Italians that are dark. I'm like, where yeah, not that fuck dark. Italian you be, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sicilians are a little darker, but they're not brown. Yeah, like, they're like Greeks, bro. Like a little bit. They have like a little bit of an olive tan. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. They're not exactly. dark. Like, 
Only... Yeah, they're not brown. Like, bro, they're not brown, borderline black, bro. Like, you know, yeah, we're not exactly. like they're not dark. No, exactly, exactly. That's hilarious. But that's the, that's the Saint Leo mentality. I grew up in Saint Leonard, and again, I did. We did talk about this in another podcast. And when I moved to the South Shore, bro, Saint Leonard's a whole other world, man. I did not understand how not everyone was Italian when I moved to the South Shore. I was like, mm-hmm. what is this place? Where are the Italians at? What's going on? Like, and I used to have that thick accent, so I walk into the school with a bunch of friend kids. Me and guys, uh, anybody want to go play some soccer in the back or what? And then they'd be like, yo, c'est qui, c'est Chris d'Italien. And I was like, what? What do you mean? So, yeah, it's, uh, it's hilarious. It's a whole world on its yo, own. Yo, which part of the West Island is Italian? Would you know, Marlon? The West Island being Italian? Yeah, which oh, part, yeah, which yeah, part yeah. of the West, uh, the West Island? There are a lot of Italians in the West. But where? But uh, there's a there's like a little section. You know, it would be bizarre where there's like a lot of Italians because like they're right beside that uh, golf course. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's uh, another sector that isn't too far from where I live, where I used to live, actually. So probably uh, like around the lake, I would say. But those, like, like those are the rich Italians, here. right? West Island is what like the super well off like Italian. Baffin like, Lake. Uh, oh yeah, Baffin corner. is is the rich Italians then. Well, doesn't uh, doesn't Saputo Sorry, live in the West Island? Uh, Il Bizarre. Il Bizarre. Yeah. No, but I've done I've done a personal it, catering at his house and it's in Gwen. Oh, that's when you're on the way to like uh, CV, right? No, or off like Gwen. Yeah, like you're you're just Ville passing Saint-Rome? the thirteen. Yeah, exactly. You're just passing the 13, and you're but you're on Gwei itself, right? Yeah, but also so you're driving in a bit. It's uh, I guess I think it's called uh, the area is Marcelin. Uh, is it Marcelin? Yeah, I think so. I have no idea. I Not believe sure. the area is Marcelin. Okay. Okay. But yeah, that's where, uh, like, is uh, one of the golf course I worked for was. Don't Italian. they also live some of them okay. in Sanville? I don't know, man. I can't answer that question. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I'm, I don't even know what that where. is. I know the bulk of Italians that I know, like my family and people like friends and stuff. Most of them, like on the South Shore, there are quite a few Italians, but St. Leonard, RDP, Laval. Laval yeah, has a lot. Heavy, Laval heavy. is becoming like the new St. Leonard. Um, yeah, it's also a bunch of Lebanese too. And yeah. Greeks. There's a lot, yeah, a lot of, of Greeks. Greeks. But you know, apparently back in the day, there used to be a lot of Jews in the in the Laval, huh? Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they then they kind of moved off to like TMR and the West Island. Heard East and... Montreal super Italian. Yeah, the East End. Yeah, that's Saint Leonard. Yeah, RDP and all that. Oh okay, okay. super Italian. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So to go back to the lives that Sazid was asking me about. So, yeah, I've gone live on Instagram a few times. So one of my buddies Yo, that I work Romco with, a fellow teacher, my is, my, I, my boy Romko too. Yeah. So my friend Mark that I work with, he's another teacher at the school I'm at. Um, mm-hmm. He became friends. He's friends with this guy named Ronco, Romko, who lives in, uh, I think he lives in Toronto. Um, and when quarantine first started, him and Romko used to do live shows. Like Romko, just like this guy's a pure joker. Like he would just go on and sing like random like Hillary Duff songs and do random oh karaoke. God. And it was hilarious. And they started doing it in quarantine. And then they just like back in March when shit first shut down. And then they just continued doing it and they continued and they continued and they started doing it again in the last couple months. Um, but now my buddy Mark like takes it really seriously and started promoting it uh, like crazy. And it's, it's gotten quite a bit of like quite a Traction. bit of hype. Um, and it started off with that guy, Romko, because he's hilarious. And then my buddy Mark actually started doing like his own live and 
he promotes it like crazy like he puts a lot of time into it uh like <laughs> at school like he talks about it a lot he puts a lot of time he promotes um and every saturday night they do a live and uh yeah i, I hop on once in a while and i just talk shit because it's funny and romko kills me this guy romko is a is a killer uh, but yeah, now he's branched out and like, yeah, he just meets random other people on Instagram who do lives and goes live with them. So those girls from RDP were those were girls that. Yo, one of them looked live. really cute. I'm not, You're like, I'm yo, not, where I'm you not. at, honey? Yo, one of them is <laughs> mad cute. I was like, she's <laughs> she. You should have. Uh, Did you hear you her talk, requested bro? to be on the live? I'm sure. No, no, I was. Uh, I didn't get my beard trimmed done or anything. You know. J'avais pas la chasse, G. Yo, t'avais pas ta chasse, mon gars. Cat. Yo, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Yo, but yeah, so that's, of... that's where the lives uh, stem from. It's uh, whatever, why not? It's funny. Especially you know what really hyped it up? Instagram now. Uh, there's a new update. Before you were only able to go on live two people at a time. Now you can be four. Oh, cool. at the that's same the max? Time. That's the max. But that's, that's like cool. from a recent update from like less than a less than a month ago. Mm. Before that it was just you and, and whoever was hosting it. Mm. Oh, so, shit. But now you can be four. So they do like these games and challenges. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, they should boost up the numbers. Because I don't want to just show up alone. I want Romco and you to be there. Well, <laughs> I mean, bro, they were live last night. They had like a thousand, over a thousand, like a thousand two hundred people. Oh, yeah. That's oh. crazy. Yeah. A lot of them are students from our school <laughs> because my okay. buddy no Mark way. promotes it also like in class. Like, Yo, guys, come and watch my live. So we have, and our school's pretty big. There's like a thousand, not all of the kids come, but mostly the kids he teaches, but like mm. it's. No it's way. Yeah, 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 bro. There's a lot of kids from the school we teach at that are, uh, that join those lives. Okay, so you guys are popping like that. Okay, okay. Yeah. But I'm that guessing school, you're also careful not to say, like, not to say certain things, right? To all see, that's oh, the thing. Sure. Uh, I find it's like, I don't like, yeah, exactly. Like if I go on and I see the, the kids in there, like I, no, yeah, I don't say, uh. Yeah, I go sure. on mostly to talk shit with Romko, uh, mm-hmm. and by talk shit, I just mean like Romko, like you just say stuff and like the way just his reactions, his laughs, and he has this catchphrase. He always goes, "Cool man, yeah man," um, <laughs> and I just die of laughter. Like that's all it is. Yo, so I don't think his right, Rolex man. is fugazi. Exactly, exactly. Would you say, Sazid? I don't think his Rolex is fugazi. I think okay, it's yeah. legit. Big discussion. Yeah, the man yeah. once we're on live pulls out a Rolex, shows it on camera. Yeah, and Everyone that wasn't even his most expensive, fake. from what I remember. Jeez, That's what he says. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. What do you? How do you guys feel about watches? You oh, Marlon's a big watch now? guy. No, I'm not. I Marlon is big bro. on watches. Yeah. I was about to say, I'm like, geez, you're talking about Rolex, bro. I was so excited the other day when I got like my most expensive watch. Yeah. <laughs> so it was my birthday the other day, and um, yeah. my dad gives me a watch that he's had for over 25 years and, and oh, i remember i was there when he bought it you know we we're in dubai at the time we were, oh, we were wow. going to Sri Lanka on vacation but uh my dad has a lot of friends in dubai so we always make a stop out there so we're in dubai and i remember we're at the uh those i think they're called the goat sheiks where uh it's like uh basically it's it's like a bazaar and it's like a jewelry bazaar basically right oh wow okay so my dad sees a seiko watch there and i remember nice. I, like i remember exactly how much he paid for it and I always liked that watch. So <laughs> I always told him, I used to always crack jokes. I'm like, Dad, you know, uh, when you, uh, when you, uh, you know, when you, you decide to pass, you know, make sure that you give me the, give me the watch. That's all I want. Just, just give me <laughs> just, the watch, please. I just what want if your brother got it? 
What if your brother got it? Bro, I would be pissed. But I know my dad loves me more than he loves my brother. (laughs) 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 Not to talk shit, but really to talk shit. (laughs) So, uh... I knew for a fact I was gonna get I was gonna get his watch. So he's the like, other day he's Martin, like, "You're all son." He's like, "You're all son. I'm retired. I don't have much money now. Here, I I still give you something special to me." I'm like, "Oh, what is it?" I was like, "Oh, damn! It's the watch, baby!" Sick, <laughs> yo, but that's yeah, mad, mad hyped. That's super sentimental. Like that's worth more than any watch man. you can buy. Yeah, hundred exactly. percent, bro. It's amazing. Exactly. But even like I, I used to not really be into watches that much. Like I never liked wearing watches because yeah, I, I f- they annoyed me. But like I recently, like a lot of my friends are really into watches, and I just guess just out of influence from them, I kind of started getting into it too. Um, and like I like watches now, and I follow a lot of watch pages, and I have a lot of like dream watches that I'd like mm-hmm. uh, that I find really cool. Um, and yeah, man, like a Rolex, I like I really want. It's like I feel like it's that dream like reasonable dream too like you, can you don't even call it a watch at that point you call it a timepiece yeah exactly you, you know what i'm not a big fan of rolexes to be honest really i'm a huge fan i, I don't, don't like I watches find, i find there's too much of a hype behind it i think because like every celebrity has one and whatever the case is yeah. shake your head all you want to see nah, it, nah, it's man. a hype thing my dad you know, has one my mom and my dad have one there's insane watches really? out there that aren't yeah. the rolexes like, yeah, for, uh, sure. for example, like I want like a watch I've always wanted is like an Omega Divers watch or like yeah, a pilot's nice. watch. You know, those watches are frigging gangster. Yeah. <laughs> like they're just huge. They're bulky. They're classy. And like I got big wrists. Right. So for me, like I need a, big, a bit of a, a bulkier watch. Exactly. I don't like That's bulky watches for myself. For myself, yeah. it's like slim, low profile watches. Yeah. yeah, but also goes it go has to go with your 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 body type and small like wrist. exactly a small wrist. You're a little on the shorter side, so if you work a yeah. really big bulky, not not to you know, not to yeah, crack yeah, jokes at your height, but uh, I didn't take it in any <laughs> way. I, I know, but like yeah, I know, I, I, I heard Maria laughing. I was just like, uh, let me yeah. just uh, like I'm here as a guest, not to, not here to roast him. All yeah, the man yeah. doesn't like pot potlucks roasting. Fuck him, bro. But yeah, so let's think. You're talking about hair soon, Marino. Don't worry, you're on the same gang as me on that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like if you're if you're a short guy, and you have a massive watch. It doesn't look good. It just yeah, exactly. it looks like you're you're trying to overcompensate or something. You know what I mean? Like it's just That's it's true. too bulky. But when you're taller and you have longer arms, it doesn't look as as bulky. Yeah, no, for sure. Like you saw you saw my big uh, black gold watch there. Yeah. Right, it doesn't look bulky on me because I have like my arms are big. You know, like I have oh. long arms and I have yeah. thick wrists, so it doesn't look bulky. Exactly. It just depends no, on your luck. True. Makes me, sense. but still, one day though, I want a Rolex. Like it's I, it's gonna mm. happen. No, I'm not big into watches. Yeah. Me personally, I'm not big into watches, but I told myself this: the day I get a watch, it's either gonna be and it's gonna be like I've achieved some kind of milestone and I can afford it. It's gonna be either a Daytona or a Submariner, but I don't mm-hmm. want like. Just any Daytona or Submariner, I want to get a vintage one because mm-hmm. they're worth more and like yeah, you can just tell cool. people, yeah, it's a vintage Submariner. So you want the watch or... for the flex of the price, not because of, of, the, wa- course. The, look of the watch. No, but the look exactly. No, no, no. Because there's yeah. other. So my there's statement other earlier too. is because of the hype, which was right. No, no, no. Listen, 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 listen. Marino, do you agree with me? No, I, no, no. Yeah. Hold up, hold up, hold up. 
I'll let so, him. I'll let him defend himself <laughs> first. Go for it, and then destroy it. Exactly. It's not, I, don't, I didn't. Uh, I didn't come here planned with notes on how to defend myself, so I don't think it's gonna be that good of a defense. But apparently, certain um, like the older the watch is, the more the value gets higher, mm-hmm. especially on the Submariner and the Daytonas. And they only like each year, like they're released. There's something different about each one, and I forgot which vintage one. But there's, uh, they added something to the watch to make it like super special that they've never done before, or they're never gonna do again. So that's why I want to get the vintage Submariner or the Daytona. Yeah, I get that. The way I see it, though, if you're buying a watch, it depends. You're buying the watch to enjoy it, to wear it because you like it. Oh yeah, it, I'm gonna enjoy it because it of all investment. that. No, but I'm going to enjoy it because of, one, it's an investment. Two, because of all the special little things. But even be, if it's an investment, if I get a Daytona or a Submariner, I'm never going to sell it unless if I go bankrupt or some shit. But, like, I, I'd give it to, like, if I have a kid or if I'm mentoring someone and, like, th- we become super close, whatever, you know? Yeah. Or, like, distant family. Or charity if I'm, like, feeling super big-hearted. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Fine. I'm cool with that. You know? I'll let this one slide. <laughs> there you go. But I, again, if I, if, even if I'm like super rich, whatever, it's never like the first thing on my list to get. It's like, oh, if I, if I come across it, I'll get it. If yeah. not, I don't care. No, nah, for sure. For sure. If I'm super rich, it's probably one of the, it's, it's up there on my list. If ever, if I'd win like 70 million tomorrow, I just, I don't know why I chose 70 million. Like Rolexes are not. 70 million dollars but i mean it depends you could get some yeah, you can get some really expensive but the i just want like covered in nice. diamonds or something yeah exactly i, I stout nice i want a nice boss all gold presidential day date the same watch that tony soprano wore the same watch <laughs> you guys ever watch sons of anarchy no For i sure, didn't watch bro. sons of anarchy I okay so the sons of anarchy Sanzar. the same watch that clay wore yeah. um tony soprano the boss all bosses wear it mm-hmm. that's the watch i want it's the is the three most popular models is the presidential daytona and submariner those are the three that i like everyone knows yeah for i sure. don't and then you what's also the have, like the date just and the, oh yeah those ones who are popular um but see like you can get a beautiful date just for like fifteen thousand. yo i think my dad was looking once and it was they they go for like six thousand too some of them if you got an older used one, yeah. But see, the thing, the older, like, I have the same... Older or, like, they're brand new? Because I thought the, the older they get, the more expensive. Well, depends how old and depends on the condition and everything. Like, I found some older, like, date date justs for, like, 8,000. The thing is, like, the face is small. Like, I'm like Marlon. I have big wrists. So, like, less than a 41 millimeter face looks kind of dumb on me because I'm a big dude. Yeah. Um, so that's what I, I get what Marlon is saying there. So if I get a Rolex, I could have to be a minimum 41 millimeter at least. You, you, you know guys do for, Apple for watches? With, sorry, what? Would you guys do Apple watches? Yeah, I have I have a, a Samsung Gear watch. Honestly, okay. they're convenient. But uh, you know what's funny, uh, Marino? Because you're talking yeah. about like a 41 millimeter uh, dial. So what I find funny, for guys with big wrists, right? It goes, it goes either way. You either have to get a, a massive watch or you have to get a super thin watch. Where it almost looks like you're wearing a, uh, like a bracelet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. You mean uh, what's it called? Uh, what's those uh, those workout those workout bands? What are they called again? Fitbits. Uh, Fitbit. Fitbits. Exactly. So you have, yeah. you have you have watches that are like that have like that width of a Fitbit. 
yeah. And those would look nice because you know they're thin, they're classy, and it just looks like it's an additional piece. Or yeah, you have true. to go for like a big bulky ass watch. Yeah, true. We can't you can't go with the in between. Like if exactly. I get like a thirty eight millimeter watch, it, it looks, looks weird. stupid. Yeah, hundred percent. So why such a thin watch? Won't it make Contrast. the what? Yeah, but isn't it gonna make your watch or your wrist just look that much more massive? It's it's more like a, of a fitted piece, right? So it's like, for example, why do you wear why do you wear uh, why do certain people wear uh, bracelets? You know, or back in the days, those uh, motivational those motivational uh, uh, rubber bands that everyone used to wear, right? Like yeah, yeah. strong and things like that. Yeah, true. Right, as a look back in the day, but you never get you never get a band that's like uh, that's like an inch and a half wide. You know, they're all they're all like a like half yeah. an inch to a quarter inch wide. That's yeah. true. So true. True, true. And, you know, they look good on anyone, basically. So that's that's the look. It's either you have to go, like, super thin or you got to go super large. But, like, yeah. those in-between watches, like, with those in-between sizes aren't good. That's that's my personal opinion on it. But, uh, you know, teach their own. Makes sense, though. Makes sense, for sure. I get it. Mm-hmm. Diesel used to make this one watch that I saw a few people wear. It was so big. It was, like, legit. I know yeah, some about. of them are obnoxious. Some but, are you know, big, the one I'm talking about, like, everyone like, had it? Yeah. <laughs> I know it exactly like which watch you're talking head. about. It was the yeah. size one, of my head. Which head, bro? <laughs> the the bald one, you know. The shiner. Uh, aren't yeah. they both? Aren't they both bald and shiny? <laughs> you know, this is a PG show, so uh, I don't know if we can <laughs> talk about. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of shiny heads, Sazid. <laughs> that segue, <laughs> beautiful, segue. incredible segue. Um, speaking of uh, chrome domes uh, oh yo that's what they used to call me at best buy chrome dome that's incredible yo what do you mean incredible i'm traumatized i never go back to that best buy dude you know what happened there's a buddy of mine that i graduated with and we're both working at the same school now and he's bald and i got some of the kids that he teaches like these guys are clowns like these pure joker kids i'm like yo next time he walks in call him chrome dome i thought it was funny at first but then every time they'd see him, they'd be like, hey, Mr. Chrome Dome. And then I was like, oh, oh like, no. I felt really bad. <laughs> but <laughs> he's a good sport, though. He's cool. Yeah, I mean, it, yo, you're bald, like, accepted. You don't have to be all self-conscious about it, you know? Yeah, I know. Sazid, when did you start Oh, balding? my God. I started Eight at... years f- old? <laughs> <laughs> yo, you know what's crazy? Oh, man, okay. I got so many stories to talk. This could go for days. Oh, man. But we'll, here we'll here it goes. Sh- <laughs> we'll keep it as short as possible, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, originally, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> originally, when I used to have hair, I had a head full, like full, full of hair, insane. Yeah, right? yeah we all did. Whenever you see, to- yeah, shut the fuck up, Marino. Okay, yeah, sorry. We go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, but <laughs> <laughs> but I've all, I've already heard the sales go, pitch numerous times. It's amazing. Whenever I used to yeah. go to the barber shops or whatever, or like okay, not barber shops, hair salons, mm-hmm. the ladies would tell me, "Oh my god, like you'll never lose hair, blah blah." This and that. Look at me now. I feel like going to all baby. those hair salons and being like, "Yo, bitch, give me my money back." Yeah, you <laughs> like, should. Fuck, <laughs> you should get a you. refund. Yo, for real, for all the bullshit they told me. But anyways, so I started losing hair at like what? Young, like at fourteen, it started. Okay. That's right. Then sixteen. I w- I was like your friend with the three Homer hairs. Yeah. You know? And uh but like I I used to go to the barber shop and I used to be like, yo, give me a comb over so I can hide it. And my barber shop was a piece of shit because he never told me how much worse it made me look like. You know? 
Yeah, because then, then if he tell you to shave it off, you wouldn't go back. No, he w- I like because I used to have two haircuts. So I used to have like the buzz cut with like the fade, and yeah. the buzz cut made my balding look not as bad. Right. But the comb over when you grow out the hair, it shows how thin it is. Yeah. So I used to sure. like, you know, and when you're like in high school, like eleventh uh, grade, being bald is like. I get it. You know, it's like, it's super self-conscious because you're course, walking dude, to school. It's hard, man. Everyone, yeah, because everyone's just like, yo, what's going on? And yo, I'm people like, actually probably think you're sick. They're probably like, bro, do you have cancer? No, but luckily, yeah. like... <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, it's hard, yeah, bro. No. Who, what like 16-year-old kid loses their hair, bro? Like, exactly. I, no, like, I, like, I, like, yeah. like, we crack jokes and whatever, but I still yeah, feel yeah. bad. You know what I mean? Like, if I was at that <laughs> age, I'd try my best not to, but you know, I probably... No, 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 no. But the, the thing is, like, <laughs> I was a good sport about it, so like, no one really ever mentioned it. Yeah. Either that or the kids that I went to school with were super nice. But I think it was a bit of both, you know? Yeah. So, maybe. uh... No one ever mentioned it, whatever, whatever. And I had my facial hair coming out too. So like I, if I look at one of my prom pics, I look like a teacher in the picture. Because you're in the back of your head, you're like, yes. <laughs> no, that was fucked I up. I got to be a bro. Yeah. At but, least though, at least you had the facial hair to No, because it. at that age, you don't, you don't want facial hair. Like what I should have done is the look that I have now. Just shave completely. I would have looked younger. But mm. me being like the, like, you know, self-conscious about it as I was. Yeah, and when you sure. first start losing your hair, like no matter what, you don't want to shave it off. You want to keep it as as long as you can. Yeah, you know? exactly. Mm-hmm. So I had a bit of facial hair. It wasn't as strong as now, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, I did the lineup with the thing and I, looked, I ended up looking like a teacher. <laughs> but, <laughs> and then I remember this is like second semester of uh, CJEP. So I just turned 18. I went to a house party. And then I remember I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not going to wear a hat. I'm going to just show up with no hat, bald, and like a little bit of a beard. Yo, this one girl comes up to me like, yo, how old are you? Like, you know, this is like a bunch of like 18-year-olds. Like, you're you're in your 30s or something? I'm like, bruh, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, yo, I left the party that night. I was like, yo, fuck that. I was like, you know, fuck that. Yeah. And then like the the guy that was hosting the party, like, yo, bro, why are you leaving? I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't want to look like a 30 year old and you know, a bunch of like, you know, 16 year olds. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. You know that shit hit hard, like hit me hard so bad. After yeah. that, after that, I didn't take off my hat for a while. I was like, yo, fuck that, I'm not taking off the hat. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I feel like once you embrace it, that's when it. Like you just have to embrace it. But for sure, I see how at first it's it's hard to accept. Um, yeah, well, at uh, such a young, if I lost it at like thirty or even my mid twenties, I wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm bald. Whatever it is, what it is. That's kind of what happened to me. Like I had, you've seen pictures, Sazid Marlon. I don't know if you've ever seen pictures, but no, I've only heard stories. Have, the legends. Yeah, exactly. Up until my, I cut my hair my first year of university. Up until then, I had long curly ass hair down to my elbows. I used to play in a band. I'm a drum, like I still play drums long curly hair down to my elbows and then one day i just got fed up and i cut it off and then like i still had hair it was just shorter like i had nice short curly hair i used to style it and then every time i'd go for a haircut slowly but surely i started realizing like shit it's receding i had like a hole over here like the crowning started and then uh every time i'd like i used to slick my hair back and it used to look good but then i'd slick it back and there'd be like a bunch like a big hole missing in the middle and i was like you know what i'm just gonna shave it off 
yeah. and I've been shaving it ever since. And How long honestly, you like you said, it happened in my mid twenties, so like I don't care as much. Like it's a look. People always tell me, "Oh my God, the bald head suits you." But if it happened in high school, people would have said the same thing. Oh my God, you're bald. Ha! You look forty-five. <laughs> oh man! And then the worst part is, um, I remember when I went because my mom got nervous, so she's like, "Yo, we're gonna take you to the doctor. We're gonna see what's wrong." <laughs> Fucking. You would think that this would have motivated me, but the doctor's like, yeah, it's because you're overweight and you have a hormone disbalance. You would think, <laughs> you would think that I'd hit the gym, lose the weight, be skinny. I was like, nah, fuck that, man. Yeah, you're like, oh, all right, cool, man. I'll just go home and shave my head. And the worst, I hate that doctor so much. Anymore. He's like, you can either take these hormone pills to like yeah. balance it out yeah. or you can lose the weight. My mom's like, no, he's going to lose the weight. I'm like, you fucking piece of shit. Why'd you say that? Why'd you give that option? You know, yeah. my me, my mom being my mom, she's like, no, this is perfect. He's going to lose weight, get his hair back. It's going to be perfect. None <laughs> of it happened. I lost <laughs> hair. I gained more weight. <laughs> <laughs> like my wife went down to the shits. Yeah, because yeah, of you and this fucking bitch ass doctor, man. Just give me the damn pills, you know? <laughs> That's funny. But honestly, bald now, it's it's a look, man, for real. I, I no, it's not a fucking... That. No, I, I refuse it. It's not a look. It's a f- it's your force to it. It's not a look by choice. Dude, you would you be know? super surprised, okay? Like, I'll, I'll give you a quick example. Yeah, right? Because yeah. uh, one of my roommates, he's balding, right? Yeah. But yeah, he's, yeah. he's trying to hold on to whatever he has. But he's, it's he's, not, he's not that he's not, bad. Yeah, you haven't seen him recently, my man. You haven't seen okay. him recently. Like, I told him he had to cut his hair a little shorter because, like, you know... He was trying to do the comb over a little too hard. And sometimes if the wing was blowing, you know, you saw like uh, 10 no 15 strands of hair just like going in the wind. I was, I was looking at him. This is this is like his, uh, Marino, when you met me, I had long hair, right? I believe. Yeah. So yeah, I had like, I had hair. So, used to tie it up. Exactly. I used to tie it up, right? And then yeah. at one point I said, oh, fuck it, bro. I'm done with that long hair. I just shaved it. I was basically. so happy when he took it off. Bro, don't even start about it, okay? <laughs> this this guy, Sazid, has been giving me quote-unquote hair advice bro yeah for, I'm living for the last uh, hair, five man. years bro yeah, you know, he man. tells me yo bro i don't like your hair okay well <laughs> what hair do you have my man exactly <laughs> you know what i mean no, <laughs> listen i like your hair i don't like the style it, yeah, whatever bro uh, yeah. either way it doesn't matter what you like it's what i like and what uh, you know the, the ladies like yeah, <laughs> yeah. True, true. anyway so going back to my 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 buddy right so so when i shaved my head i told him like yo honestly bro like I don't want to be mean, but you like really, really, really holding on to that comb over is not working anymore. So you gotta, you gotta go a little shorter. He's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "Ah, eh, like a buzz cut type of thing, you know? Like a light comb over, but really short." He's like, "Ah, hey, let me try it." Bro, you look so much better now. But yeah, it's, it's 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 we're starting to pass the point of no return. You know what I mean? But yeah, you know, at the end of the day, like, like he's he he's come to terms that like you know when he has to shave, he has to shave it, but. Uh, you know, it's still hard to say to let go of it. I but can't picture your roommate without hair, though. Like, I feel like it's a weird shaped head. You know what? I don't know either. We'll see what happens when that day comes. But yeah. uh, coming to my initial point, right? So he was uh, he was talking shit with one of his coworkers, being like, you know, I'm balding, whatever, whatever. And the and the chick, very cute, tells him, you know, honestly, I low key prefer guys that are bald with nice beards. There it is. You know? That's some girls. That's no, some but, girls. I know, but you're still falling into that niche, right? There's a niche of those women. Yeah. So, but shit. like you know, but this is how it starts. It starts as a small group of people, and then it just enlarges. It was like, oh, like at one point the trend was to have long hair. I don't think you know, it's like that. women were into the long hair at one point. Uh, women were like, like 
you know it it, it changes with time. And I don't. You'll, you'll I don't get think it's that. I think it's the older you get, like old, more the mature women, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but like the older you as a man get, right? Yeah. Women like more, maybe more mature women prefer the bald look, but like our age, they're just like, no, what the fuck, we prefer hair. And also, if you have hair, and if a woman like, there's a lot of bald people out there nowadays. I know, it's, I know, but it's you know, it's more than what it used to be. Dude, it's insane. There is a lot of people. I don't that are remember it being nowadays, that man. bad. I have so many friends. Like, like I say, I haven't seen them in years. I see them like uh, like two, three years later, and I'm like, whoa, what happened here? Like, don't get me wrong, my hair is going a little bit too. You know, it's not. Uh, I don't have yeah, like yeah. that little uh, that two inch forehead anymore with with like the the crazy cuts to the side. Like it's going it's going away a little bit, but you know maybe I have like another few years. But I told myself like once I, I realize my forehead's a little too big, fuck it, bro. When it turns into a five head, oh yeah, instead bro, of a forehead, actually, bro, you can't be in denial. You just gotta no, just exactly. Gotta it off. it yeah. is what it is, bro. Yeah, exactly. You know, I had long hair. I've had comb overs. I've had all the styles, bro. Like whatever, it is what it is at this point. Yeah, yeah, we did our time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys did your time, not me. <laughs> I know I was literally going to say it. <laughs> I was about to say it. Me and you, oh, like, we did our time. We did our time, bro. Sazid, I feel like you got roasted enough yo. today. So I wanted to let that yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Yo, I'm so pissed at the universe for like making my hair. Like, let's say at now my big age, I lose my hair. It's like, fine, fuck that. I can but imagine yo, him on his knees, bro, saying, God, why me? You know, like screaming <laughs> to the skies at night, bro. I was so pissed. I was so pissed. I had so many like hairstyles planned out. Like, yo, this year I'm going to do that. That year I'm going to do this, whatever. When I'm like X amount of age, I'll do that. All gone. Now it's like, yeah, yo, you got a dope beard. Okay. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Fuck. Whatever, bro. At least you got a thick beard, bro. Like, a lot yo, of people don't have Yo, but if I had the option to choose between like a head full of hair or beard, you think I'd keep the beard? Fuck that. Bro, drop I'd a beard in a heartbeat. Yeah, any day. I don't give no shit about a beard. I think I'd rather the beard because you guys both no. have solid beards. And my beard looks solid because of the front and my pinch is really solid. But my cheeks are super patchy. Yeah, yo, you got to find a better barber to make that look better. No, but it's just he does. I just don't go often enough. That's a problem. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That's a problem. No, no, he's good. Um, shout out my man Jason, by the way. Give him a little plug. But uh, <laughs> right Shout out Greg also. at headquarters. Another big so plug. Shout out Jason for the South Shore people. Jason, that's on Alexa, Tasho. <laughs> but anyways, um, I don't go often enough. But yeah, yo, having a full beard, I think I'd rather be bald with a full beard than have hair Fuck with a patchy that. ass beard. Fuck that. I guess because the beard's a look now also, right? Like, honestly. Exactly. It's always been all... a look, I feel. It's always No, been. but like, dude, like if you look, we don't have to go far, right? Let's uh, look at movies, for example. Right back in the nineties, yeah, yeah. between the nineties and like two thousand, I'd say like two thousand five, maybe. Bro, what actor did you see have beards? Like, I mostly had yeah, pinches, but pinch, they never yeah. had a beard. Okay. Like when yeah. you saw, like if you saw an actor with a beard, is because like at one point in that movie he, he was played a hobo. the bad guy, or he played the bad guy, or he was a hobo. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's true. And but now, dude, like you watch movies, like everyone has a beard because it's a look. You know, it's it's what people are into. And I personally find like being a big guy, you know, having a beard slows my face down. So. 100%. I, yeah. You know you if know I what shave, they I look like I gained 10 pounds. Besides Bro. Jason besides Jason Statham and Bruce Willis, you know what's a look also is having a head full of hair. So fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, talk yeah, about no, shaving my just beard, the, bro. We're just in denial, but whatever. It's all good, man. Oh, oh bro. Man. The beard's a good look, man, at the end of the day. It gives you a lot yeah, of benefits. Sure. And you're talking about, like, you look like a fat kid, bro. I shaved my beard for Christmas, right? Oh, my Lord, bro. 
Yeah, I know. I I've seen it. Actually, hideous. I see. Like it. I looked. Like I didn't say anything. I was like, yeah, Marlon. Oh, bro! My mom told me she's like, "Son, grow your beard back. You're very <laughs> ugly right now." <laughs> bro, my yeah, mom straight a... up told it to me, bro. I looked like a fat Mexican kid, bro. It was insane, like an ugly, <laughs> fat Mexican kid, bro. It was horrible. Uh, I was hideous. Battle, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Juan. Yo, listen, listen. So I went to. This is when I had the pinch. Remember my pinch? Yeah, yeah. It's like just I've a mustache. Yeah, yeah, it was great, bro. I loved it. Yeah, so uh, th- I was seeing, like, I was seeing someone, and then she wanted to go for uh, empanadas, not empanadas, uh, enchiladas, enchiladas, enchiladas. Empanadas. right? So anyway, so no, we no, both no, I, I know, I know the story, bro. It's pupusas. Pupusas. Oh, okay. So I remember the story. It was pupusas. Yeah, it was pupusas. <laughs> so we go into the uh, restaurant for some pupusas. Because I was looking for some pupusis. So then. Uh, what happened after... to uh, PG rated uh, conversations here, bro? Yeah, I'm oh, talking about pupusas. the window since, since <laughs> you said pupusa. Uh, every Spanish, every person I know speaks Spanish. Every time they want to call someone a pussy, they call them a pupusa. So you're going to. What the hell is a pupusa? It's actually food? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's yeah, food. Yeah, it's actually food, bro. Yeah. It's uh, basically, like, I'll give you the rundown here because I'll do my chef thing right now. Yeah, so it's like they take dough. Right, and they put the, either meat or cheese or whatever, whatever, and then they close yeah. it off, and uh, you have to like pan sear it in a pan, basically. Okay, it's Listen, almost so like an arancini. Whoever. Uh, no, arancini arancinis are rice, bro. Yeah, the risotto, yeah, true, right? True, true. And it's right, and, and it's uh, breaded. And it's deep yeah. fried. Yo, this is like this is like literally a ball of dough. They put your filling in, and they 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 put it onto the pan it's like and a squish dumpling? it down. It's like a dumpling, kind of, uh, or a dude. patty. It's more like a patty, I would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's more like a, a patty. Okay. So yeah, it's overrated. Then, it's nothing crazy. I like it. I, I like yeah, the, I good. like the whole idea of it. And it's like it's super cheap, bro. Like you it, get yeah, one, it's like two dollars. You know, and it comes yeah, with like a little true. tomato sauce, and it comes with a little spicy yeah. sauce. Oh, nice tomato. And their coleslaw. Coleslaw. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. Oh, All right, so Sizit, so you went back to get some story, pupusas yeah. with this girl. Yeah, and then uh, pretty much the guy started speaking to me in Spanish, and I was just like. Looking at him like with a empty stare, what? and the guy's getting offended, and the girl is just like not saying shit. I'm like, are you gonna tell him something at some point, or do I have to like look like a fucking idiot, you know? And then the girl's like speaks to him and tells him like, oh, he doesn't understand. He's not, he's not Spanish. He's like, oh shit, my bad, I didn't realize. I'm like, yeah, fucking going While back to speaking. Beard. You should have just went. See si. what. <laughs> That what been the beautiful. hell you said? <laughs> what the hell, bro? I I don't. <laughs> oh Christ, that's hilarious. Oh, man. I don't I don't get Spanish from you. I guess maybe fast fast. Oh, I guess Filipino. Oh, too, you have to, honestly. It's because you didn't see the stash and the little pinch going on. You I guess Filipino too sometimes. Oh, like yeah, uh, I when I used to work at McDonald's, I remember you're not allowed to have a beard, so I just had the mustache. And like a little bit of hair over here. And then this was like one of my last shifts ever. But I finished at 8. So this then the night shift comes in. So this come this guy comes in and says, Tagalog, Tagalog. And I'm like, what? Yeah. No, man. I, I'm not. I don't speak it. He's like, oh, shit. I thought you were Filipino. I'm like, nah, man. Fortunately. Shit, you even know that's Filipino, bro? Someone came up to me and told me that. Well, I'd be like. No, Tagalog is like uh, the language, right? Okay. And growing up in like, well, I in the West Town, there's a lot of Filipinos, at least where I'm okay. living. Uh, now I just sound like an idiot. 
<laughs> nah, no problem. Yo, but like, what's the what's the population in the South Shore look like? Like, is it predominantly uh, very French, French Canadian mostly? And then, like, what's the immigrant immigrant population look like? Um, depends which parts of Longue, uh, parts of the South Shore. Longueuil um, has quite a few immigrants, but again, like not that much. Yeah, but There's what like kind small of small pockets here and there? Um, well, just for example, at the car wash we work at, a lot of Haitian people, okay. uh, Haitian, African, uh, Italians. That's about it. You'll have your odd Portuguese, other type of European person come through, uh, but that's basically it. The rest is predominantly french canadian uh on the south shore i think the portuguese population in montreal in general is super out of curiosity where do you live in the south shore uh again maria in uh Longay. oh yeah that's like i was like seeing a girl out there yeah that's super french canadian yeah, yeah it's french as hell over here yeah, like yeah. i said there's there's like a, there's a particular neighborhood in Longay. like there's this these two streets that cross it's briggs and saint michel they they, mm-hmm. they cross each other like that all italians mm-hmm. Other than that, though, in Longay, other than your odd family, like my family, that are we're half Greek, half Italian, there's not that many. Yeah, it's French as hell out here. Hmm. Yeah. And I, I used to live in Boucherville. We moved to Longay a couple of years ago, but I used to live in Boucherville, right out of the tunnel, which is even more French than Longay. Yeah. There are no immigrants in Boucherville. At all. There's yeah. I've seen a girl out there, dude. I remember when I went to go pick her up, everyone's just looking at me like, What's this, exactly. this dark thing walking around? Exactly. <laughs> You're like, not even a person, bro. Like, what's this dark thing walking around with exactly. this, this super white chick, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why, like I said, when I first moved to Boucherville, I know I, I mentioned this often, and just because, like, I feel like it, it was a big part of my life. Like, it was such a culture shock. Like, mm. even I, and I'm white, and it was a shock. Just the fact that I wasn't French. So I can imagine if, like, some brown kid from Park X moves to Boucherville and goes to whoa, that. Oh shit! Whoa, whoa, relax without Park X here, okay, Mister? I'm from the West Island originally. I know you guys are from the West <laughs> Island. I'm just using the stereotype. Yeah, oh, no, shit. Around, Park bro. X, damn, dude, I got so many like memories out there. Still, even like because I, I used to go to. I don't even know where the Park X is technically. Like I know like generally the area, but I've never actually been to like the heart of Park X. We'll say. Ah, uh, yo. Okay, so like whenever my mom gets like traditional dresses, mm-hmm. she'll go to Park X. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like um, when I used to, uh, my dad would look for like uh, tutors and they all happened to be in the Park X. So I knew a bunch of uh, brown kids from Park X. Yeah. Yo, it's rough out there, man. These brown sure. kids act like, oh, they're from the hood or some shit. Well, I mean, Park X is not, it, it's not. Apparently, the, uh, the the thing with Park X is like the housing conditions don't look the best, but all these brown kids, well, they're not the kids, but like uh, their parents, they all make money under the table and they're fucking loaded. Probably. Yeah. yeah I know there's a lot of Greeks purposely. out there too that I know that have like their restaurants. And like Marlon was saying earlier, like they have Village their Village Grec, that's where I used to get the souvlakis from. Best one of my favorite souvlaki village crack yeah it's yeah. fucking good man yeah it's mad good i'm starving i don't know about you guys but now <laughs> like we spoke about food quite a bit uh, <laughs> yeah. and i'm i'm super happy we spoke about food but i'm starving now. oh dude my lasagna is calling me right now you know what okay let's end the segment on food <laughs> but uh <laughs> I think that's a good spot so <laughs> so here here's the thing marlon uh all of our guests, you're the first one. So all of our guests have a special AKA. Example me, it's AKA playing chestnut checkers. Marino is AKA what? AKA the professor. 
Okay. So you have to come up with your own AKA. I think we can we can even stick to my uh you know my uh, Instagram name though. AKA. It's no, no, no 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 no. You have to come up with a. You have to come, well, we'll do the Instagram after. Don't worry. Okay. Don't okay. worry. Oof. AKA. Yeah, I got one. I I got one. I got one. Go for it. All right. AKA. What's cooking? Good looking. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. Hey, like Marlon, hey. aka, was cooking good looking. Okay. Yeah, I hey. love that. That's All right, amazing. man. All right. Well, Marlon, thanks for coming on, man. It was an honor to have you as our first guest. Bro, thanks for having me. It was much appreciated. Honestly, I just enjoy talking shit in general, man. For sure. Oh, this, this is what this is what about. I like to do. Exactly. This is what this is life, man. You just you're just here to talk some shit. Literally, bro. Just chilling, talking, shitting, bro. You know. Soon to be eating, bro. Exactly. Eating. Oh, boy, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. This is Marino, a.k.a. The Professor. This is Eat, a.k.a. Playing Chestnut Checkers. And this is Marlene, a.k.a. What's, good, what's Cooking Good Looking. All right. We hope you enjoyed listening to this as much as we enjoyed recording it. And we are out. Peace. Take care. Later, guys.